Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Resilience, relentless, we always fight. I think that we got our identity now and we know what we're capable of doing, so now it's just like, either we're going to put it on tape or we're not. Buffalo Bills cornerback Rasul Douglas. What an acquisition he has been. You see, I was I was thinking about it. What if, so a couple of years ago, for context for people that don't know, Zach and I both bought Gabe Davis jerseys. Un- unplanned. We both bought the same white Gabe Davis jersey after 13 seconds. Way to tell everyone we're idiots. Well, <laughs> I'm getting there. I had a thought come to my mind there. What if I bought a Rasul Douglas jersey this offseason? What's going to happen? He's going to get cut at training camp. Yeah, right. Like, I, I, I cannot buy a Bills jersey Just, anymore. Like, and, and, <laughs> like well, I, I, I only I, bought I, one in my entire life. Actually, I bought two. I had a Molds jersey back in the day. But Okay. But I, I like... I can't buy another Bills jersey after I bought the Gabe Davis one. Like, he just disappeared. Like, I tried my desperately fault. to just work out my issues with jerseys. I don't. I never want to get the quarterback because, like, that's, <laughs> that is truly yeah. something I get nervous about where, like, I'm going to get his jersey and he's going to transform into Trent Edwards. I just won't do it. Right. But I'll always try to, like, get a player where I'm like, there's clearly signs that, like, they're developing to something. Yeah. I got Gabe Davis's jersey the off, or leading into the offseason of – They've got something there. Yeah. It was after 13 seconds. They've got something. Here we go. And just, it's been a disaster. Before that was Kiko Alonso. <laughs> I got the jersey. Oh, he immediately no. got hurt and then was traded away for LaShawn McCoy. Brilliant. Thanks for coming. I got a Jack Eichel jersey. Yep. We all know how that went. You want So you, for Texas, I got an old Earl Campbell jersey. I'm like, nothing <laughs> can happen. He hasn't been on the team in decades. Br- brief, real quick, for me. It went Drury. Oh, boy. Yeah. Commonville. Oh, no. I mean, he was the captain, yeah, so I'm like, oh, yeah, this is that fine. That makes sense, right? Palmerville again, I got two Palmers. And then I didn't get anything for a while. I, I got a blank one, actually. My parents were like, we're not getting you anymore because Palmerville yep. got traded two weeks after I got my second Palmerville jersey. Then I get the Jack Eichel one thinking, okay, nothing can happen here. It's the Winter Classic jersey. This is cool. He's the star. Come on, here we go. Yeah. And that, the, yep. And now I have a Tage Thompson one, and I'm scared. Look what you've done. <laughs> Which, by the way, story on that, we were at the game together. It was yep. me, you, and Derek Kramer, you can hear on, on Saturdays here on Sports Talk Saturday. You got that when we were playing Calgary? Yeah. We were playing Calgary. The Sab- there was the game where the Sabres scored two goals on three shots, and then they lost 7-2. to two. Yeah, right out of the All-Star break. The first- Josh misses the game being tied 2-2 because he's still getting the jersey, comes back and looks at us and goes, it's my fault, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was standing in line at the at the, the Sabre store with the jersey in hand, and I get the notification on my phone in five minutes of each other that the, it's tied. And I called them, and I was like, 
should I put it back? Like, I have the receipt. Can I return it still, you think? Like, yeah. It what was, was fun is both of us literally told you, yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> like, neither of us were going to give you the benefit of the doubt. and be like, no, man, you're not like a bad juju. Like, you're fine. We were like, no, no, you should absolutely go take that jersey back. And that's your fault because you you fueled my superstition. I was almost out of my superstitious that's stage. Right. That's right. And now I'm back in it. I'm fully in. No, you're yeah, you're fully back in because now this season has been a not good one. No, <laughs> it has not been good. Let's go back to the phones. We've got a Mike hanging on the line. Mike, welcome to the show. How are we doing today? Good guys. How are you? Doing very well. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I want to call. I, I'm calling because of two reasons. Number one, uh, the last one of your last callers talked about Josh <laughs> throwing the ball, the rainbow ball. Yep. Yep. And. Uh, the ball that uh, he threw to Diggs on uh, on Sunday, if that ball was was a, was a rainbow ball, if he would have threw that out of line, that's a touchdown. Okay. What I've noticed about Josh Allen is he's throwing the ball uh, on his back foot and not like he did last year, which was throwing it uh, and putting weight on his front foot. So I think that's the big reason why he, uh, why his accuracy is a little bit bad right now. But I also think that they're taking away Diggs in the middle of the field, and that's Josh's. Uh, Josh and Diggs are them slant runs, you know, mm-hmm. uh, slant passes. So I think that those are the two reasons with Diggs. The other problem, the other question or, or thing that I have is, they are talking about the referees with, with close games. I 100% agree with the guy. The referee in this year is making the game, in cases, unwatchable. It's that bad. It's ten times worse than it was last year. And I'm not just talking about the Bills. I'm talking about... Yeah, you're, talk- you're talking league-wide. Yeah, Mike, I, I just, I, for me, I, I think officiating in sports is not great. If not, just awful. What are you I, talking I, about? It's great in baseball. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think officiating is, is bad across sports. I think a big problem, though, is it has become such a talking point because they do have a rules guy come into the studio all the time to explain stuff, and Bulldog's been been loud on this these past few days. And they get it wrong like, all right. the time. Yeah, <laughs> and it's also like there's a reason why these guys are like retired or no longer officials. It's like, just it's it's very <laughs> awkward. And then on uh, on Mike's first point there, though, when he was talking about Josh Allen, that has been something I've been hearing a lot of people say, namely on Twitter, is Josh's footwork looks really off these yeah. past few weeks, if not this entire year. And I, I want to go back and look at it because I have not been somebody that's going to stare at his feet or anything like that. But that would explain a lot. That would explain a ton. Well, and think about I remember watching that video after his rookie year of him when he went and worked with that that quarterback. I think it was a uh, Jordan, Jordan Palmer. Palmer. Jordan yeah. Palmer. When he worked with Jordan Palmer, watching the video of how they changed his throw was so fascinating. And thinking about it now, now that you know the caller brought that up, it looks like he's going back to the rookie year throws where he's, you know, on his back foot and it and I kind of kind of lunging a little bit. Yeah, and I kind of also I, I equate it to like other. Like you look at other things in other sports, like hitting in baseball. If you're not, you know, weighted correctly, you're going to pop up every time, or you're going to ground out every time. You have to find that happy medium, that mm-hmm, balance. Mm-hmm. And that's what Dig or Dig, sorry, that's what Allen is lacking right now. He's got to find that that balance of you don't want to lean into the throw too much because you'll you know break your receiver's hands. But if you if you're if you're falling back like you are now. It's not going to be accurate. And I sit here saying this as never been a quarterback in my life. So I don't know. Maybe I'm not 
fully on board there. No, but I mean, but, Alan, Alan has talked about his mechanics and having yeah. it to be muscle memory and stuff like that. Right. And constantly going back to the lab every off season. Again, I don't know his off season schedule, you know, by heart. But he's talked a lot about you know always going back to the lab, always wanting to get it kind of more fine tuned and stuff like that. Yeah, and I could see though just. With the change in offense coordinator, probably the change in the identity of the offense, I could see. I mean, look, he looked very confused on Sunday against New England. And he didn't look particularly great either against the Chargers. Well, as we said before, though, New England, it could have been, you know, hey, they still have a great defense. Bill Belichick, they, they, one last time. Yeah, right, exactly. He's got one game left. Let him, let him, you know, pull a little trickery out of there. But the Chargers game, absolutely. That should not have been as close as it was like it, it i mean east and stick east and stick i i i think that's more so on the chargers offense than the bills defense the, the bills offense because the bills offense like had its, had its moments like they mm-hmm, look good mm-hmm. at points but it was more so the fact that wait why is east and stick good this is not like what like this, this is this to is my nightmare scenario and i just <laughs> want to go home yeah let's go back to the phones we've got chris on the line chris how are we doing today hey gentlemen how are you today doing how very well really doing very well Good. Yeah, I just wanted to call in. I've lost track of the days myself, and when I was driving back home here from Buffalo, brought my Jason Peters jersey with me. There we go. There we go. <laughs> That's a name. That actually stopped wow. me from buying jerseys from a long time. Yeah, that, that, that one, I can understand that. That one makes sense. Yeah, that was a hard one. I went to hoodies after the jerseys, but um, I'm not feeling too great about the Bills being three-point favorites on primetime in mm-hmm. Miami. What are you guys thinking about the spread? It seems to be going with the Bills. It opened two and a half for up to three. I'm not liking it. I thought we'd be more at a one or a pick em, so I wanted to hang up. First-time caller, long-time listener. Take care, guys. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Uh, on that point, I, a lot of it started, actually, I believe when the matchup was first being brought up. I actually do think Miami was around a one-point favorite, or at least the Bills were a one-point favorite. But when, it was the injuries to Miami yeah, right, of, okay, right. Bradley Chubb is out. Okay, Xavier Howard is out. Okay, we definitely know Jalen Waddle is going to be out. Mm-hmm. And now has leaned towards the Bills, who have also dominated this matchup. Yep. And it's not like Miami's this incredible team at home. It is not known to be a, a fortress for the Dolphins to play at. And so you also then, I think this is a big point too, and people will bring this up, you get the Miami game in Miami in January, and then it's at night. So now the whole... They're really their home field advantage of it's hot as hell in South Florida is kind of gone. Yeah, and the and the the way their field is set up too, where you have the away team in the sun. There's not going to be any really any sun. The sun's going to be setting. It's going to be. Mm-hmm. I, I think I saw like 72 and potentially rain. So, so I a mean, lot of their yeah, a lot of the that the bonuses they be, get there are kind of null right. and void when it's at night in January. Right. Also, real quick, Jason Peters still on Seattle. Is he really? Yeah. Good he's, for him. It's questionable right now. He's he's like one of their like backup uh backup offensive tackles. Right guard. I, I just I love the vibe of buying a jersey and it being an offensive lineman. What's great That's though, awesome. Yeah, that is great. But also the fact that when you look at their depth chart, he's their second string right guard. And their third string left guard. Nice. Jason Peters. I mean, that's what he's brought into. Forty-one yeah. years old. That's what he's brought in. Like, dude, you're just gonna it, like if we need to play you. Oh, I know, but I'm just it's saying. Defcon fa- one, and the, we're freaking out. No, but the fact that he's their their second stringer is why I'm like, whoa. Like, I would have thought maybe like third, maybe even fourth, but he is listed as questionable right now. So hopefully, I mean, not too much of an what injury. What is he? Forty-two. Forty-one. 
He's holding he, one. Yeah. When it, it's funny. When Josh, you, he's questionable because he woke up and <laughs> sneezed too hard. When you look, he's 85 in football years. When you, go, when you go on their bio on ESPN, they show their experience, and it's his 20th NFL season. 20. I'm going to be perfectly honest. That's too many seasons. No. I, I, I felt, I felt the same way. Get I the felt, silver anniversary, bro. Go for 25. I felt the same way about Brady and now Rodgers. We've hit too many seasons. Retire. Let the young guys take over. It is a young – professional sports is a young man's game. I'm there with LeBron in, ba- in basketball. It's is, a young man's game. Is Jason Peters – does he have the most longevity of any offensive tackle? Like, what's the longest no, up there. career? It, he's up there. I don't know if he's – I don't know if necessarily about the longest career, but, like, like he wasn't as dominant as, like, a Joe Thomas with, with Cleveland. But Thomas, after 10 years, was done. He was He was done. He was gone. Peters is just, I'm going to be always, at worst, solid the entire time. Bruce Matthews has 296 games. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, Hall of Famer, that makes sense. Well, right, yeah. Oh, did he play every single spot on the offensive line? I believe he uh, did. uh, Potentially. I think he was one of those guys that I think, maybe outside of center, I feel like he played every single position on the offensive line. Jason Peters has tied the most seasons played by an offensive lineman. He tied Jackie Slater. Jackie Slater played 20 seasons. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe this stat is wrong because it lists Jason Peters as 19 seasons. So I don't know. It's too long. It's too, too long. long. But Let's go it's, back to it's, the, it's impressive. It's impressive. Let's go back to the phones. We've got Bill in Old Forge. Bill, how are we doing this morning? Hey, guys. Hey, I heard a couple of callers calling, and then you guys possibly agreed with them. I don't know. You guys were kind of on the fence with it. But the whole notion that you don't want the Bills – People don't want the Bills to back into the playoffs or, you know, it's going to be gross or, hey, man, I, I look at it completely different. We only got Josh Allen so many years, right? Um, we've already beaten the Chiefs, the Dolphins once, smashed the Cowboys. Um, they've already beaten a lot of the good teams that are going to be in the playoffs and hung tight with the Eagles and some of the other teams that are going to be in the playoffs. Um, this season's been crazy. It's been, like, almost two different halves. And since we've had the new coordinator, Brady, I think he's doing a pretty good job being that they just threw him into the mix. Um the Steelers are going to play the, the Ravens' backups this weekend. So if the Steelers beat their backups, to me, they're backing into the playoffs too. But you know what? They're not going to apologize for it. They're going to get in. It will might be out because of it. So I don't care how the Bills get in because other teams back in all the time, we had a bunch of backup quarterbacks. Like I mean, even got Gardner Minshew now. He's playing for a, a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Got Russell Wilson a week ago was playing for a playoff spot. You got a backup in Cincinnati. You got Flacco in Cleveland. All these guys... And this is a perfect year for the Bills to sneak in because we got Allen. And when this team plays good, hence it's been you know, kind of crazy this year, but when they do play good, they can beat every single team on both sides, the AFC and NFC this year, if they play good. And I, I, I don't feel gross at all. Other teams are getting in with backup quarterbacks. It's, it's a perfect year for them to try to just sneak in whether they get in if they lose Saturday or not because this is the year they could beat all the teams on, on the docket going to the playoffs. Even the Chiefs are having an off year. Um, the Ravens will be tough, but who knows, man. I don't think Buffalo is a bad matchup against the Ravens. So nobody should feel gross if the Bills back in because all the other teams are going to do it too this year, and there's going to be backup quarterbacks getting in there. And I think the Bills, considering what they've been through this year with all the injuries and everything, if we get ten wins and get into the playoffs or nine wins and back in, it's amazing to me, to be honest with you, because they were dead in the water a month and a half ago. So this is like a new season for me. And I still want to wake up on a Sunday knowing they're playing in a playoff game. That, that's, that's the way I look at it. Yeah, Bill, thanks for the call. I, I, think, he, we, he, I think we all want that. that, that that's just a great feeling. Every, everything general. Bill said is 
Correct. I, I agree with all of it. Mm-hmm. With that being said, if they lost going into the playoffs, for me, it would just feel like, awesome, here we go. Well, this, and- the season is going to go <laughs> how we all thought it would six, seven weeks ago. Yeah. With that being said, I, I've said it a few times on the show, I'm going to say it probably more tomorrow. I think they're going to be the Dolphins. I think they are going to be the 2C going the AFC. I really, really do. Which is a testament to how much they've turned this season around. Josh, they've never been the one seed under this current regime, under McDermott and now Allen at quarterback. The highest they've been is the two seed. So, I mean, like, that's for where the season was at, the Denver game, the 12 men on the field, incredible. That is phenomenal. Right. But the Bills are part of why the AFC is not considered <laughs> as good as it should be. Well, and also, the Bills are a major factor of, like, why everyone's looking at the AFC going, the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> and and, and he, he brought up the point of, you know, like, Gardner Minshew and Joe Flacco and all those teams. The Colts weren't expected to, to go win the Super Bowl. The Colts weren't expected to be this team that's going to come out there and and you know go like thirteen and four or I mean they're only nine fourteen and seven and now they're fine. We're, no 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 no. But my point is is you look at the Bills at the beginning of the year and they were expected to do all those things. They're expected to mm-hmm. go to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl, maybe not win it, but go to it. The Colts were not. We're borderline a rebuilding are, team. Yeah, the Colts are here I, it, kind of on luck. Jonathan, were, Taylor, Jonathan Taylor comes back, and he's he, he wants to play for the teams for some reason, and he's Zach, healthy. Zach Moss was pretty cool for Zach a little bit Zach Moss there. was crazy for three weeks. And, you know, it's just there's, there's a, a stark difference between teams like the Colts and even the Browns and the Bills. Houston, Houston you can throw in there as well of just like yeah. a team that was like, oh, Oh, you're interesting. Like they're, they're kind they're, of fun. Those are like the surprise, and, and Pittsburgh too. It's like you're you're kind of surprised that they're there, and they're just kind of there because they're you know spunky and fun. I just I you know but the Bills the Bills weren't expected to be that. They were expected to be a level above this. That's yeah. why I have my issue with. Well, other teams are backing in too, so why don't why don't we just do it? And it's like no, because we weren't expected to do. But that. Yeah, the expectations were far different. I guess I. I Bill's call is making me think about it again. We brought it up a little bit here in the beginning of the show, but like, I, like I'm having this thought again of like, you know, potentially the AFC Championship game because they would get potentially Kansas City at home in the divisional round. You've played them really well over the last few years. No, you haven't beaten them in the playoffs, but you get them at home. It would be Patch Mahomes' first road game, road playoff game, excuse me. And so you beat them and you make the AFC Championship game. Let's say against Baltimore, it's one versus two, and they lose. How how do we look at this season, Josh? Like how how is that season all of a sudden looked at? Now in playoff games, no one really cares how you win them. Just win them. Well, that yeah, that's different because like, it, truly it's, no one cares. Right. Just win them. If you win seven to three, I will be ecstatic. But a big <laughs> reason, but a big reason people were calling for McDermott's head a few weeks ago was the fact that with Josh Allen, he's made one AFC championship game. It was in 2020, and they kind of got blown out. Do people radically change their tunes if in this year, in a year where, like Bill pointed out, a lot of teams in the AFC are pulling out backup quarterbacks and and they're just kind of limping in or they're backing in or whatever it is, if they make the AFC Championship game, does it all of a sudden become like a huge like success story for the Bills? Or is it kind of looked at as like a, yeah, but like you were one of the few AFC teams that didn't look like complete, you know, garbage. Yeah. For a majority of the year, that even when the Bills were kind of like limping around, Kansas City was doing the exact same thing. The Chargers fire their head coach because they are a joke. And even with Cleveland, when they were winning, it was still, until they got Joe Flacco, their constant thing was, 
I mean, the defense is good, but, like, who's going to play quarterback? Up until, like, four weeks ago. Yeah. So, like, I mean, is it a huge indictment on the AFC? Is it a huge win for the Bills if they make the AFC championship game? I think it also matters who they play in the playoffs. Agreed. Agreed. If, if they if they play the Colts in the first round and they play the Chiefs in the second round and they you know they go to the AFC Championship and they beat both those teams, the Colts won. It okay. How did you beat them? If it's a close game, but you know Jonathan Taylor had a crazy day, then it's like all right. Well, you know you contained them as best you could, but your offense stood up and did what they had to do. You got the, you got the job done at home, right? And then if you beat the Chiefs the way you beat them a couple weeks ago, it's all right. Well, that was great. You know mm-hmm. that good job. You did it again. And you beat them at home. You gave them their first. You gave Patrick Mahomes his first ever road playoff loss, aside from Super Bowls. And then you go to the the wild or the 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 AFC Championship game, and it is what it is. And you lose to Baltimore. That's when you can say, okay, it's well because that's it's thing. regarded it's like, as a good 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 job. What if it's like twenty twenty again, where they show up to Baltimore and they just Oh, then it's then and, it's and, and Baltimore's clearly the better team. It's never really close, and Baltimore's going to the Super Bowl. Well, then you go back to the question of what's with the up and down because in this scenario, you look at the first two weeks of okay, you beat Indianapolis and your offense was great, and then you handled the Chiefs like you did in the regular season, and that was cool. But then you fell apart the next game. Mm-hmm. It, it it goes yeah. back to the the you can't you can't stay consistent and. Now, if it's you know if it's like thirteen seconds, then I have nothing to complain about. It's you played great and it, you lost. Well, un- unless you make a similar coaching decision, well, right? No, no, no. But, no, but you, if you mean right, like a right. truly just great game where it was whoever had the ball last, yeah, like or like the 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 Rams Chiefs game that one year where it was like there was like oh that, that like hundred yeah, points scored the, the Monday night game, yeah, 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 where Jared Goff looked like the next coming of Peyton Manning, the best he like, ever played, yeah, simply but, put, the best he ever played. But that's that's where it's. There's so many contingencies of like, okay, who did you play yeah. and how did you play against them? How were the wins? How were what was the loss like? It, it it hinges on a lot, and that stuff you won't be able to talk about till after the yeah after the season. I mean, it's the thing. Look, the the story on the Bills 2023 season is still, of course, being written. That is, no one's saying it's not. But I just I had that thought of like, man, if they do make the AFC Championship game with everything as Bill pointed out there in that call, like it's just is it a successful season or is it still a season of people going like, no, they should have been in the Super Bowl. They came in with those expectations. They never should have changed, and they just got in their own way too many times. Until I see how they do in the playoffs, if they make it, that's going to be my reaction to this season of you had all these great expectations, and then you just didn't perform. And and, in games, you should have, too. It's not like you had this crazy hard schedule where – you know, you're playing the Cowboys and then the Eagles and the Chiefs back to back. Oh wait, you did that. <laughs> you, and you, you actually did, did do and that. And you did really well. You went two and one in that run. But my my point there is, is you did really well in those three games. But then you look at the stretch of, you start up the season against the Jets and you blow that. But then hey, you beat the Raiders and the Commanders. That was great. And then you beat the Dolphins. Awesome. We're rolling. And then the Giants come to town, and you're dis- or the Jaguars. You go to you go to London. The Jaguars. You go to London, and then you're disappointed. Then you come back home, and then you whatever that Giants game was, and then and then the Patriots game. So it, it, it's that's where I have my issue. Is, is is the Bills did great in the games that they needed to, in the games that they you know were expected to lose or or whatever you want to call it, but they didn't do that in mm-hmm. the games they were expected to win, and that's that's what this year has come down to. That's what the past couple of years have come down to. So 
I mean, there's I there's a reason why they've never been the one seed under this core. Right. They exactly. they just they were routinely drop these games and like and that's where I'm I still get frustrated with this team, but I think this year I think it's it's come down more to some of the decision they made in the offseason with offense coordinator, and I, I'm now starting to really wonder how much talent they have on this offense. And you know what? There's a reason why my Twitter handle is Captain Optimism, because I, as much as I just said, you know, oh, they did all this, and what happened? I firmly believe that next year they could do it. Oh, yeah, they're, like, right, they're right back to being one like, of the five like, favorites. It, it, so, yeah. July hits, and I'm like, hey, you know, the, oh look, they're playing the Patriots and I don't know the Cardinals back to back. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna smoke them both times. It's gonna be great. Yeah, but I, I can get and it. Then, I can and, find it. And then we then we get there and then it's like oh well whoops they didn't well, do they that. lost to the Cardinals. <laughs> great, love it. All right, line still open. 803-0550 is the number if you want to join me and Josh. We are gonna take a quick timeout, filling in for Sacapaccio and Sneaky Joe DiBiase here on the X Point Show, and you're listening to WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.